My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers. day here at Cross Politic, not because Gabe's not here, but well, I'll tell you in just, it's probably maybe the, the, the saddest day ever really? in Cross Politic history. Really? Yes, ever. What? Ever. Ever. I I'll, I'll, so. I'll let you read. Oh, no. Oh, you just wait. You just wait. I'm going to show you. I'm going to prove my point. All right. All right. Go ahead. You, uh, you uh, passed uh, it. All right. all right. How are you paying for your health care? And how is it working out for you? If it's working perfectly, great. If not, then listen closely. Because I have a solution for you, a, bu- a biblical solution. Ooh, I like Samaritan solution. Ministries is a community of Christians who pay for one another's medical bills. And that's, I mean, that's what Christians are supposed to do. They're, yep. they're supposed to support one another, bear one another's burdens. Here's how, here's how it works. When a medical need arises, you choose the provider that's right for you, right for your family. You have a say in the treatment that you want, you receive, as you should. Even if it's a non-conventional approach, your medical bills are shared with fellow members, and then your need is covered in prayer. And supported by fellow members. It's affordable. You can join anytime, even today. Learn more today at SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik. Hey, Gabe, you're on speakerphone and we're doing a show. Why are you calling me? You guys recording? I thought you guys were done. No, we're recording, Gabe. <laughs> and you're not here. Well, I needed to talk to you about getting your flights don't answer any of my okay. Well, we're doing a show and it's live and you're on speakerphone and I, and, so and now everybody we, and now knows everybody you're, knows you're why to, you're calling. You're us, trying so. to book us flights because yeah. you asked. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll talk later before you start swearing next. All right, bye, Gabe. All right, here we go. Wow. I mean, how the disrespect? Right. He's, you know. he's like, hey, by the way, I I need to talk to you about something. You know, While we're trying to record a show. <laughs> he's supposed to be here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said. The, the, probably the worst day in cross politic history. Can you can you put no. up the first slide? Now, now this is the first slide. Now, okay. I, I, now, now oh. you probably now, 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 people oh. who are looking at this, it doesn't hit them right away. At least Jake's got the right look so on his face. We actually know. I know two of these young men here. One of them actually works here. The one in yeah. the middle. Yeah, the one that looks like he likes it. Right now, <laughs> here's there was. A, <laughs> there was a kind of looks this a was, little, I found this on Twitter. It's very Lutheran. Of this him. is why you, if you have a boss. And you don't follow him. You don't want him to follow you on Twitter because this stuff will happen. Okay, I'm on Twitter and I'm like just going through minding my business. Mind your business. And I think the Twitter line of something read the preface said Barbie was as bad as we thought it would be. Something like that. Gross. And I'm like, wait a second. You went and saw this film. Now the the reason it's important is that this is one of our producers. Right. This is one of our producers. He's actually here right now to my left. Would you please come and have a seat right here, sir? No, yeah, no, bring yourself. Nope, come on, no. You're you going to go and see Barbie. We will shame you. And just so you know not to do this again. You know, thank you. Yeah, have a seat. I'm going to turn your mic on. I, I, so, I want to know what happened to your coat and tie. Yeah, and why were you at Barbie? Uh, we have a podcast called In the Garden, and we wanted to review it. I needed a tax write-off. 
<laughs> why didn't you? Why, do you know that you added to the millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people who went and saw it and made this movie like what a hundred million or something like that? Hundred and eighty million. You know you paid for that. It was going to do well anyway. We may, we may as well give a good Christian oh, perspective I, to I it, right? See. Okay, <laughs> NSA right. students' perspective. Okay, so since you went to go see the movie, why was it so bad? Tell us the narrative. Because if you're going to go and we have to, I have let's to see get this the, let's, let's, let's get the let's Christian get, review let's get right the here. Christian the, review. The, 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 yes. the, the quick version. Uh, basically, it is a sermon about uh, why the patriarchy is bad, um, which we all expected. However, it portrays it in a shockingly good light. Ken is by far the best character in the film. Okay. Uh, but basically, well, that's they not go saying to much. The, I know, right? <laughs> not, not much at all. But he goes to the real world, world and discovers the patriarchy. So then he decides to implement that in the dreamland they live in. Oh and it, it's great. And then the feminists come and ruin it, as usual. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> you're a Lutheran, you're right? That I am. Okay. I'll see you messing proud. And so do you think that Luther would be proud of you right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I'll ask him in heaven someday. Uh, yeah. Um, could you? Uh, I'm, I'm serious. Next time, could you bootleg it? Like, could you guys like get a bootleg version? I give your money to this. I mean, seriously, it's like, uh, yeah, man. first of all, okay, um, let's not do this again. Okay. Noted. And what's your podcast called? It's called In the Garden. Okay. All right. In the Garden. All right. Yeah. We're yeah. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right. You're done. Hosted you're by d- Dropway. Yeah, okay. You're done. <laughs> du- du- yeah, I'm just. You've ever, just, ever seen that uh, Lutheran insult generator? Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think we might have needed, we need to pull that up right now. This, this is a perfect moment for that, right? I just, I just, come on, guys. Like, and everybody's like, I went to go see Barbie to check out Barbie. And yeah, I'm right. like, okay, that's great. But opening weekend yeah. where there's like, they get to brag yeah. about it. Like, Carter, what are you doing? Like, you know better, man. Like, come on. Yeah. And then well, I, well, well, we did it so we can. Yeah. Well, Ben Shapiro went and saw it. Well, you're going to do everything Ben Shapiro does? Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <sighs> That's I what, just, this is what happens. Uh, you know, they're, like they're just trying to catch, you know, the wave and, and helping the, out in the process. The Ben Shapiro. Wave. I hope I hope your podcast blows up because of the review of Barbie. I'll give a review of Barbie when I find it somewhere in my brother's hacked videos. <laughs> um, all right, that's not the only thing that <laughs> annoyed me today. I've been pondering something, Pastor, and it's it's um it's it's probably gonna give me a lot of trouble. All right, it's Tucker Carlson. Oh, um, I'm a little afraid. Okay. So Tucker Carlson, um, he had a big weekend a couple weeks ago. I think we talked a little bit about um, his uh, his the TPUSA event, his yeah. uh, Blaze event, and then he interviews uh, the most watched interview of all time with him and uh, uh, Andrew, Tate. Andrew Tate. And these all happen like right back to back of each other. So yeah, Andrew Tate happens Big interview. What's the number of that at? Like 98 million, got, I think. We got a, tech, I think we got I think a, we got a screenshot of it. It's yeah, there we go. Yeah, right now, this was from today. Yeah. From today, 95 million views. I The most watched interview of all time. This is it. And it's coming from a guy who happens to be, I'm talking about Tucker on this, happens to be probably one of the best conservative journalists out there right now. Right. Tucker's at the top of his game. No one on television has better monologues Better research. He's the guy who went and found the tapes from January 6th right. that broke the narrative ultimately of the left. Right. Here's the truth about what happened on January 6th. This guy knows how to do his research, right? right. Tucker's skilled in this. 
He's it, asking all the questions that ask, no one else will ask. And that was one of the things that happened at the Blaze Summit. Right. It's like, oh man, he he. Yeah. No- a- Asa Hutchison, why why, yeah. why why did you not sign this bill protecting children from puberty blockers? Right. And then exactly, have you changed your mind about this? Right. Um. You know, he he started getting the, the vaccine stuff right on Fox before anybody else did. Uh, people got became afraid to come on his show because they knew they right. would have to answer right. the hard questions right. that might even make them look bad. So Tucker, <laughs> I was telling this, the guys this, and I've been seeing this a lot. Tucker was at TPUSA and something happened in the middle of this where I became afraid of Tucker. What? So I'm going to play this clip for you. Of, like Tucker comes out on stage, TPUSA event, and he's having this symbiotic conversation. We talked about this a little bit okay. between his audience and him. And it feels like a tent revival. Right. And uh, the, 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 right after Dave Chappelle gets fired from Comedy Central and you want to hear what he's going to say next five years and you're waiting for Dave Chappelle and he does right. his stand up and you're like, <gasps> what is Dave going to say? Right. And it's that moment of Dave Chappelle and a tent revival clammed into one. Okay. And this is what you get. So, what'd you say? I don't know what, you know what, the thing about that story, it's just a mystery to me. This is out of nowhere. Coke in the White House. No one was more shocked than I was. Are you serious? In the Biden White House, somebody left an eight ball of cocaine in a public, I was like, I said to my wife, that just doesn't, it's just not in character, you know? I just don't believe it. It's clearly a setup. I went right back to Marion Barry and I was like, somebody set you up. I'm serious. Come on, man. It was, you know what I mean? It was like. (laughs) Can I, I'll stop with it. That was my favorite story of all time. (laughs) Because it just explains all the behavior. It really does. I, mean, I worked in the media business for my whole life, so I, I know what the behavior looks like. But it's like crazed and grandiose. I've got a plan. You're not going to believe it. It's unbelievable. It's going to totally work. What we're going to do is we're going <laughs> to totally rearrange everything, okay? We've been doing things a certain way for a long time, okay? And it's worked. I've got a better plan. This is so good. And that's their entire approach. (laughs) That was... Okay, you got to remember, this is in the middle of his conference talk. Right. This is, he's just going and they're yelling back at him and he's talking to him. This is just only, this happened three other times or four. Usually you kick people out when they're yelling at the speaker. Hey, let the man speak. But this is like a revival. Right. Right. And he's Dave Chappelle and he's just telling jokes and and he just goes right back to his talk. I've never seen anything quite like this. Mm. Trump is like the closest person to kind of have this reality. And so as this is going on. After the after the Andrew Tate interview, there's a a, a guy on Twitter who basically uh, put together a, a quick cuts or a, I can't remember what they call them, but there's a, basically a cut between Andrew Tate's what he told Twick, uh, what he told Tucker, and then what he's actually has some charges in yeah. uh, on him in Romania, and supercuts that's what they call them. Yeah. And um and the the title was did he did Andrew Tate lie to Tucker Carlson? Right. 
And I thought that was interesting. And so I want to play the six minutes. This is six minutes yeah. of the supercuts of Milk Bar TV responding to the interview with Tucker Carlson and Andrew Tate. What are you charged with? That's a really good question. I'm charged with being the head of an organized criminal group, which is in charge of recruiting girls to make TikTok videos. They face charges which include human trafficking, rape, and forming a criminal gang to sexually exploit women. OnlyFans is the best hustle in the world. Are they accusing you of using violence or? No. They're accusing me of using the lover boy method, coercing them by being nice. I don't mention webcam until after I've had sex with the girl. If you're on dates and you're trying to mention it, and it just doesn't work. It puts them off. I'd never do that. That's disgusting. I'm not a whore. Uh, it's just not going to work. You continue as normal. No mention of webcam. You f girl. After you f girl, you do the PhD test. So yeah, on CobraTape.com, I have my PhD program. And that is a uh, PhD is a pimp and hose degree that I'm um, clever. And that, clever. That, that, that teaches basically how I got girls, how I met girls, how I got girls to like me, how I got girls to fall in love with me to work on webcam for me. Oh, and you're always working. Why don't you work for me so we spend more time together? Or if you doing what? So I'll have a webcam business. Oh, I don't want to do that. So, okay, I know you don't want to do that, but listen, come, let's have a meeting. Let's just talk about it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Fine. But let me explain it to you properly. In fact, I'll bring one of the girls who works for me. Your bottom bitch is the one who does the selling. You don't do the selling. The girl has to hear from a girl. And this is where your bottom bitch has to be trained. This is why I said it's so important to have a good first girl. Because that's what I did. That was my, my MO was find girls, make them love me, and make them work for me. This girl's like, okay, well, I'll try it. Put both girls on camera together the first day so the new girl can sit there and just sit with the other girl and get drunk. Give him a bottle of vodka. Last night that I worked for him, Andrew bought me like five bottles of wine. So I got completely drunk because I've never done webcam work. So I was very, very nervous. And that's how I got rich. So that teaches everything I know from start to finish about uh, not only getting girls, not only obtaining them, but retaining them. Because that's a completely different game as well. And over time, I just build up this big, this big little empire of webcam girls. At one, one point, I had four locations, 75 girls working for me. I'd take around half of the money, around 50%. You take 50%. Around 50%. They thought they were on 50%. And I said that the disparity is because of taxes. He would just pay me a flat fee of 15 pounds an hour. We got to the point where we had these guys falling in love with my models. Serious, big time in love, right? Sending crazy money. And they were convinced they were going to meet the chick. This is almost where I kind of felt bad. Because they were like, can we meet? I've sent you $200,000. When you look at the money that I was actually bringing in, it just doesn't even scratch the surface. I had these guys selling their houses, life savings, loans, all of it to me. Give me it all. I was all about trying to get paid. Like my whole... I used sex as a tool to make women love me so they'd obey me and live in my house to make me money. That, that's what I wanted. So I was a pimp in that sense. Were there any other instances where there was physical abuse? I saw him smack girls with a belt. No my ideas? You want my ideas? That's right, lock the door, you You knew I was going to beat the out of you. If you behaved, I wouldn't have to hit you, would I? Yeah. You don't. Get out. You can't stay in there forever. Once again, this is an IQ test, right? Because yes. any guy who's bad with women would look at it and go, Tate's a woman beater. I say it. Look at the camera. This is what happens you don't listen. Look at the camera. Why are you getting hit? Why are you getting beaten? You don't listen. 
you. Do as I say. Any man who's actually a G, who's been around a little bit, would look at the video and go, man, she looked, she wants that. The media machine, they'd call up ex-girlfriends and say, if you have anything bad to say about Andrew, we can pay you $50,000 for the story. And they tried very hard. They didn't find any evidence of anything. And I had gone to the shower, I came back and I noticed he was, like, I saw him raping her. And, um... People say, why did you in Romania? And I explain my five reasons. One of them is the Me Too era. They go, oh, well, you're a rapist. I say, no, I'm not a rapist. But I like the idea of being able to just say, to, to do what I want. I like being free. And of course, they don't go out. They're not allowed out. You stay in the house. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly, what would you say, impressed by what he's done on the sex business front. It, it seems to me a bit on the pimpy side, let's say. I get called a pimp a lot, but I, and the reason I use the term is because I don't see it as a negative term. I see it as positively inspirational and motivating person. She has to respect you and love you and want to work with you. And that's done through positive pimp, positively inspirational and motivating person. I'm gonna send you a book. It's okay. a guy called Pimpin' Ken, who's a street pimp in the nineties. And he wrote a book, uh, 50 Laws of the Game. And one of the laws of the game is a hoe without instruction is headed for destruction. They're accusing me of using the lover boy method, coercing them by being nice. Let me read you then what you have said about what you have done. Sure. You have said, my job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, get her to fall in love with me to the point where she'd do anything I say and then get her on webcam so we, we could become rich together. I don't think that's what I personally said. I think that's, that's exactly what no, you said on your a, website. That's, that's, no, I've never said that. So yeah, on corporatetape.com, I have my PhD program. The, I think the belief is that you were charged with human trafficking. Yeah, that's human trafficking because what you do is you force a girl to work against her will for financial gain. That's human trafficking. And their justification for this is that girls do TikTok. Some girls I know who they found who say they're not victims have TikTok accounts. Uh, PhD is a pimp and hose degree that I'm... Um, Clever. And that so <sighs> that's a lot to take in. Mm. So a lot of people didn't know that about Tate. Mm. Um, right. But this guy at Milk Bar TV makes this clip. Seven, 10 million, I think, close to it. Carter, would you find out what the views on that are? I think it's at seven million, the views on, on the Milk Bar TV, the first one. So Tate comes out with another video saying, hey, I got the most watched video with Tucker Carlson. Um, and then to refute this video and saying everything they're charging me with now has nothing to do with anything before 2001. Milk Bar TV says, oh, yeah, comes out with another clip. OK, that's an hour long that we're not going to play. Oh. <laughs> Pess is like, Good. thank you so much. Please, I've, I've <laughs> just, just took a dip in the sewer. <laughs> you want some burning brain floss <laughs> to get that out? I've had enough for one day. <laughs> And so um, what that goes through all of his charges, they actually go and get his case from Romania okay. delivered to them because it's um, information of public public information act or something yeah, like that. Right, right. And so they have it and they break down every charge all the charges. for an hour long. And, and so Migbard's doing his thing. Everybody thinks this is about Tate. I think this is about Tucker. Mm. You can't do what Tucker did to Asa Hutchinson to um, uh, uh, what's our uh, Mike Pence? Yeah, and these other guys, and, and then not do that and not do that to Tate. Tate. Milk Bar TV does yeah. all the work that I expected Tucker to do as a journalist. They have all the information. Why didn't Tucker say, "Well, what is this clip 
Right. Okay, so you're you, telling me. You said you're a pimp. Yeah, you said you're a pimp. And you said that you were using the lover boy method. You said you yeah. were doing. Why didn't Tucker go through all this information and have that kind of conversation with Tate? And so here's, here's, here's my thought. Tucker right now, this is why I think we need to have a warning. Tucker right now has all the conservatives wrapped around his finger. Yeah. Me included. Okay, I'm not taking my yeah. way. I am I mean, impressed with him. I mean, he's reading this Bible. I mean, I'm impressed with him. Right. Massively impressed with him. And so Tucker knows he's a kingmaker. Tucker sees someone that is fighting his enemy. Right. Big media. Right. Um, a, a, a globalistic idea. Right. right? Yeah. I, I want to hold two things together. Uh, talking yeah. about Andrew Tate in yeah. a second here. Yeah. And he sees that and he's like, who else is fighting this? Like I'm fighting. Andrew Tate is dealing with this. Mm. If Andrew Tate has been this way since 2016, why didn't they arrest him ahead of time? Why didn't the police conform then? Mm. Right. Okay. So Tucker, I think, is is examining this. And I don't know if he doesn't have the budget to do. I, I want to leave some area of error for Tucker because he's not perfect. Does he not have the researchers, the journalists to do this? If this guy from Milk Bar TV in Australia yeah, can do right, this. Right. Why isn't Tucker doing this? Yep. And is he slipping because he's paying too much attention? He's too close into the forest to see the trees. And he's like, well, they must be doing him the same way they're doing me. And applies that one to one to Tate and excuses yep. the reality of who Tate really is. Right. Just because... Tate has obviously, the dude's a scumbag, yeah. okay? There's no question about that. Right. And he moved to Romania to continue to do a certain type yeah. of thing in lifestyle. I don't know all those things. Right. Now, I think there is some room in here because Tate became a Muslim at some point five, four or five years ago. I can't remember exactly when. And he's been moving away from that. And, and so who knows how close it is to him, how much I have some window of ambiguity here. But for Tucker not to still address it yeah. and this, for almost two hours, skip past all of that and embrace this other narrative. Right. We should be cautious that we've put too much trust into one journalist <laughs> so that when he brings us something, all we do is eat it up. Yep. And then everybody else is giving this huge pass to Tucker yeah. and not uh, this pass to Tate. And I'm not willing to give Tate a pass on this. Right. But. They're missing the fact that the guy who's supposed to be the fourth estate right. that you trust with yes, who's who has legitimately done such a great job on so many other job. things. He's fabulous. It, it's it should be a striking, obvious, like gaping hole. Yes. What happened? If H. Asa Hutchinson can't get away with his mess in front of Tucker, right. why does Andrew Tate get it to get away with his mess right. in front of Tucker? Right. Why 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 does Tucker not pursue him like he pursued Mike Pence. Right. Why is he not pursuing him like he was pursuing January 6th? Exactly. I mean, what he had to go through right. to get the tapes for January 6th right. was a massive unfolding because he not only had to fight the political powers at, at large, yeah. he had to fight Fox yeah. too. Right. And, 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 you know, I think we can make all the points you're making entirely on what Andrew Tate said himself. <laughs> sure. Right. Right. So, right. So, so let's let's grant the point that the whole Me Too thing has been massively weaponized. Sure. Let's grant the point that we, for all we know, some of the girls on tape are getting paid to to tell sob stories and smear and malign him. Yeah. All right. Grant it all. Yeah. All, grant, grant it all. Grant, I'll uh, grant everything. I'll I'll even grant um, that he's being falsely charged with rape and physical abuse. Although sure. there are some pretty sketchy videos there that uh, you know whatever. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll grant that Let, too. Let's just go just with what Andrew Tate said on video, on camera, and over and over again. Yeah. That he uses the lover boy method and he sells girls' bodies in order mm. to get rich. Um, and I'm going to show you how I'm going to pimp my pimp yeah. in. <laughs> and I'm going to show you how to get rich too, so you can do this too. Um, Tucker should be all over that. Tucker doesn't like those people. Right. Right. Tucker despises people who are mutilating the flesh right. of others or does politically. He? I, that's the thing. And this is what I'm willing to say. Okay, so here's here's my charge. If yeah. I, what I want to lay out, that's man, pastor. That's, that's or, or does but, okay, he? Okay, don't even. No, don't go there. I mean, I'm not ready to go there. <laughs> I think you have to. I think you have to. But here's my thing. I mean, we did we did this with, um, what's his name at Daily Wire? Who's that? Jeremy Razors. Oh, oh yeah, right. 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 He, he wants to fight the woke. Right. And makes an ad with a bunch of bikini babes. Right. So here's here's my only way out of this for Tucker. I think Tucker has to apologize. I think cause Tucker has to say, you know what? I got in front of my skis. Yeah. I saw them yeah. because I think so. Here, yeah. Let me hold these two things together. Yeah. I like you said, I think it's all true that that Andrew Tate could be innocent on this particular. Right. And, and the fact and that they didn't charge him for years and all the rest yeah, of it yeah, like, yeah. sure looks like they, they are trying to weaponize a bunch of stuff. Granted. Yes. But here's what I say. OK. I was talking to my friends and they're like, man, these cops are racist, racist cops all around us. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, so what did he pull you over for speed, man? Can you believe it? I was like, well, if you know the cop is racist and he's a jerk, don't speed in front of him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, just saying, like, you might be yeah. right about everything you're saying, but then right. don't speed. Don't give him the opportunity. Don't give him the opportunity. Right. right. So Tate has found himself in that. I think Tate could actually probably be somewhat innocent in some ways yeah. on this, and they are just piling on him in a way to take him down. And still a scumbag. Beca and still a scumbag, right. right? Absolutely. And, you know, they, they see, look, it, Malcolm X had so much influence on a culture that they wanted to take him out because of the positive things that he was doing. Right. When he had, had influence, it's like, okay, we got to get rid of him. I think Andrew Tate has had a massive influence on man. And it wasn't until he started having that type and started seeing what he calls the matrix for what it was. Now it's time to, you can sell women all you want. You start messing with globalism and having a real impact against it. He's the most Googled man in last year. Right. Right. That's for a reason. And it wasn't because he was selling women. It was, it was right. other things that he was saying. He was starting to make comments on the political. If pornography landscape. is the thing that, you know, destroys men, from being man and gets them to to drop uh, their their uh, duties as a husband and a father, and a man comes out and says, "You got to stop dipping into pornography. Get a strong mind. Get a strong body." Like, con seems like a conflict in his message. So something's happening. Right, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I mean, I'm I'm relatively new to what, what he's saying, but, but like, that, that's but his I, current message. I don't understand how he's saying both those, how he's doing both those things at the same time. So something is something. I think there might be if something has happened to Tate that maybe. We don't Shifting, know yet. Changing. But that's something that Tucker should have brought out. Right. That's, that's the perfect that's narrative. That's what a for, good journalist does. Right. So what has happened, Tate, that you were this way, now you're this way, and now, because that's like, you're missing your, your blind spot. Right. I So Tucker has to come out and say, guys, I was smelling myself. Mm -hmm. I got happy. I didn't do my research. No. Or I did my research, didn't think it mattered. No. And I messed up. I'm sorry. I, oh, I have a responsibility to tell you the whole truth. And I aired here. And I will not do that again. Forgive me. If Tucker can't yeah. come out and clear that air, which he hasn't to that, to this moment, yeah. he hasn't yet. And the, the, the pushback has been not as much as the original video, but it's enough. Right. 
When you get 7 million people he, he watching kn- something. He knows that video exists. Kn- they both know because Andrew had to make a video about the video. He, re- <laughs> he re- responded to it. Right. Yeah. So until then, I think it, when I and look, because of the charismatic, when I get goosebumps from watching Tucker Carlson be that charismatic on stage and like, wow, it reminds me of t- he has me. Yeah, I got goosebumps. Right, he has right, me. Right. And so my charismatic self says, whoa, why are well, you? Watch out. Yes. Watch out. Watch out because if he can get the goosebumps going, he can move you. And so I'm like, we shouldn't be this close to Tate. Yeah. Right? Right. And Tucker should be the kind of person who's that, exposing who's it. exposing this and right. giving us a full narrative. Right. And why isn't he? Right. Did he just make a mistake or is this intentional? That's what needs to be cleared up. I don't care about the conversation with Tate. Tate is not the conservative yeah. right. prince. <laughs> Using some Christian nationalism here. (laughs) (laughs) Tucker is. He's the kingmaker. He's a conservative prince right now. And for him not to guard this, he let a serpent in Mm. intentionally. He didn't just let it sneak into the back door. He went to go interview it. Why? Right. What's going on here? And I want some answers. Yeah. And until then, I think we need to be a little cautious about how far and to what end Tucker can take us. Yeah. There's, there's. Uh, I think you make great points. I think you make. I'm great scared. Points. A little yeah, nervous. No, absolutely. I think part of the thing too that we've got to, uh, we've got to be keeping our eye on here is that, um, um, wisdom is not, um, it's not one off. Wisdom is not easy. Mm. And um, I, I think that we are because of, um, because of the world we live in, um, we are getting Christians are being tempted more and more, um, to be. Um, looking for the easy savior. Oh wow, that's real. The easy savior. Where's the AI at? Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but like the button to push. Yes. To, to make all the um, you know all the crazy clowns get back in the clown car. Yeah. The the button to push the the easy button that makes it all go back. And I think you look to to place we look to places like the Daily Wire. We look to the places like. Tucker, we look yeah, to places, yeah, yeah. you know, some kind of revamp on the, you know, Tea Party or Republican Party or Trump or whatever, like some kind of solution. To, like we got to put, we, like there's got to be a way to make this right. And we don't understand that wisdom is a woman who you marry mm. and you live with until you die. Mm. Wisdom is a woman that you give yourself away for every day, all day long, and for her kids and for her grandkids, and then you die. That's wisdom. That's where wisdom comes from. And the only way out of the mess that we've made for ourselves, the only way out of this sewer is the exact opposite of what Tate just described. Mm. And I think, uh, and I think, you know, I know Tucker's a married man and I, and, yeah. I, and I think is a family He's man got daughters and so, and so forth. But, um, but it's the kind, but the kind of family man who, who, who can talk to this guy and not bring this kind of stuff up mm-hmm. is not guarding his daughters. Mm. It's not guarding his wife. It's not guarding his marriage. It's not guarding our land. And so we we need a bunch of men who are going to be real men and um, and are going to say, no, we're not going to talk about women this way. We're not going to treat women this way. We're not even going to get close to this because these women are glorious creatures made in God's image. And we are called upon to protect them and defend them, um, not talk about them this way, not use them this way and not expose them this kind of way. Um, But it's not an accident. Wisdom is a woman. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's what we need. And, and the, the, 
the fact is, is you know, this is I think the general point about the whole the whole manosphere movement yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, like I, I, maybe I'm like, from what I know, I, I'm like you know maybe one one cheer for the manosphere. <laughs> um, you know, not not two, not three. Yeah, one maybe cheer. one. And and, and the it. one would be, uh, and, and I think some, some of what I've seen from Michael Foster, who's, who's sort of um, you know part of a, an edge of that, and, yeah. and other Christians that are seeking to recover that. Um, uh, but I, I would say, to the extent that there are men saying men are good, that, yeah. that God created men in His image, and men are good. Masculine instincts are good. Masculine yeah. virtues are good. Strength is good. Um, even um, uh, violence yeah. and strength uh, directed at, at, at good ends is good. Um, and these are things that you know you're not you haven't been allowed to say for a long time, and a bunch of men are saying like, "Wait a second, I feel like I, I don't I can't exist." Yeah. And so that's my one cheer. I say, yes, masculinity is good. Men are made in God's image. Strength is good. Um, power is good. Violence is good. Right. Um, money is good. Sex is good. I mean, right. all, all the the things that that God has wired men to desire and right. be hungry for is good when it is channeled in a godly way. Yeah. And when sin and our rebellion is disciplined. Um, but, uh, but a lot of what I see missing is, is the, is the rest of the story, which is what is it for? Mm. What is it for? What is your strength for? <laughs> what is the money for? What, what is, what is your ability to inflict pain for? Mm-hmm. If it isn't for marrying a woman and, uh, loving her and protecting her till you die. If it is not for providing for and protecting the children that she bears to you until you die, if it's not for, for building churches and schools and communities until you die, if it's not for giving away, pouring out in order to bless and do good. Um, you know, I, I mean, again, it's like, well, I mean, um, nice, nice start. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really care about your workout. If you don't go serve your wife, I don't care about your workout. If you're not going and actually fixing your car, I'm not, I don't care about your workout. If you haven't started a business, I don't care about, you know, whatever it is you, you, you know, think that makes you look manly. If you aren't actually spending the time to discipline your children, children and love them so that they love the Lord more than you do. Um, w- w- that's, and that's the thing where I think this is, that's why this is so poisonous. This is a serpent. Right, this right. is a serpent and, it's, and it cuts directly at the heart of, of what, um, we need in this country a, a real recovery of man, a masculinity of manhood um, in this land is going to be a recovery of that, which isn't weak. It's strong. It's courageous. It's bold, uh, but it acts. Yeah, it builds and it does it through sacrificial service, which doesn't mean laying down and taking it. It means finding the cross that Christ is assigned to you and dying there. Mm. It's, it's, it's going to the places that God's commanded you to go to spend your strength, spend your life, uh, spend it and, and there lay it down, um, in obedience to the one who raises the dead. But we've got to have that. Otherwise, if you're playing around with people who are doing porn stars, right. You're, you are, um, you're cutting off the branch you're claiming to be sitting on. I'll let you read this ad and then I'll. Okay. Say one more thing and then we'll... Speaking of all of that, Jesus is oh. Lord. In public and in private, every area of life must be subject to his lordship and our use of technology is no exception. What captures our attention on the screen either glorifies or dishonors our Lord. That's why accountable to you, that's the word accountable, the number two, the word you, is committed to promoting biblical accountability in our families and churches. Their monitoring and reporting software makes transparency easy 
on all your devices so you can say with the psalmist, I will not set anything worthless before my eyes. Guard against temptation with Accountable to You and live for God's glory. Learn more. Try it for free at Accountable, the number two, the word you, dot com slash FLF. That might have been the best place to add in our show. Right. I mean, it was almost like you planned that. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't plan it. We I don't know. plan things around here. Uh, you know, I just want to say guys like Eric Kahn, um, Michael Foster, who will be at our Fat Life Feast Conference this this year. That's right. Um, Ark Encounter. Ark Encounter. October 11th through um, the 14th. I'm thinking, thinking of a few other, I can't think of them right now, but a few other brothers that are in kind of the Manosphere conversation is happening. I don't th- I don't think they would mark themselves out as being in uh, in the Manosphere group. Sure, sure. But what they're doing is something really important. Nick Fuentes had a, a, a conference right after the TPUSA event that was kind of private, closed doors, a couple okay. hundred, I think five or so hundred people. They're siphoning off a group of guys that can't be as masculine in these groups. Mm-hmm. And they're they're kind of radicalizing them. Yeah. Well, or should I say they're helping them make sense of the world. And and they're saying things like, hey, get off of porn. Get get yourself physically fit. Get married. You know, have kids. Throw yourself into your your wife. I, I, Jason Farley was just there at one of the events and he, he said uh, uh, one of the guys heard something um, sinful come out the other guy's mouth. I think Catholicism is kind of leading the group. And he was like, what did you just say? Yeah. D- did you go to church this past Sunday? Yeah. How, how did you take Christ and let that come out of your mouth? Right. And it's like, you're right. I'm bad. My bad. But I was like, wow, I haven't even seen that inside of evangelical circles. <laughs> Very right. rarely. Right. right. These wow. are young guys. Right. And so there's a group of men that this manosphere and um, the, the kind of the, the, masculine group of guys who are talking out there are gathering these men together right. in a way that I think the church has done a very poor job of yep. reaching out to them because it's not right. respectable to be in certain environments. Right. And so you won't find us there. Right. Sadly. Right. And so what I see guys like Foster and Khan and those guys doing is being a part of that siphon or a part of the curve. Like since they've started the conversation. Right. right. No, I, I think we should, I mean, we should thank God for it. I, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we, we absolutely need a recovery of, of godly masculinity, absolutely, and um, and godly femininity. We we need we need to recover these things, and um and but that requ- that's going to require a recovery not only of the affirmation of the goodness of it, but then actual get busy. Yeah, where does get it busy? I think that you know, like where does it go? Like when when you when a guy gets glory, where does it go? Yeah, to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> She built something. She's the glory. She holds the glory for the man. And then she gives it back. She gives right. Exactly. She gives it back in children. She gives it back in meals. She gives it back in love. She gives it back in home. In a culture. Right. right, All these things. Yeah. And and we don't, we don't get that. And then we receive it and then you give Give it it right back. You give it again. And this, I mean, this reflects our, the, the Trinity. I mean, we serve a triune God. That's right. Um, and in this mystery of one God, three persons and that God is love. The, and the the father loves the son, and the son loves the father, and the Holy Spirit is that love, as as Augustine said. Yeah. Um. But that that kind of community, um, is we we picture that. Yeah. And, and there's no other kind of real glory. That's except right. the kind of glory that you give. Yeah. Um. And so if you're not giving it away, if you're not giving that glory, um, then you you don't really have it. That's right. Yeah. I I again, I'm grateful for the manosphere. Uh, so much as it can be used for us to springboard yeah. to be able to show, hey, this is yeah. how you really obtain real glory and yeah. build a, a culture, a nation, and a group of people. So we need to take it, and then we need to hijack it. <laughs> Somebody needs to talk to Tucker. Yeah. I, 
I'm depressed about that. We'll talk about that another time. All right, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next time, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Oh, tell Tucker uh, we want to talk to him. <laughs> all right. The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow. Through the Spirit, God's Word changes lives. It cuts us to the heart and reshapes us. As you strive to read and study Scripture, having a good set of tools can help. From setting reminders for a great reading plan, to word studies and commentaries that shed light on difficult passages, to listening on the go, the Olive Tree Bible app can help you dig into the Word wherever you are. Olive Tree Bible app. Read, study, listen, anywhere.